many times have you thought about quitting your job and starting a new life? Hey, I'm Lindsay, the girl who actually did that. And now I'm on a mission to change the nine to five narrative that dreading Monday and working for the weekend is normal and acceptable. My goal is to help you see your potential beyond your credentials, gain clarity on what it means to live life on your own terms, and build the confidence to go after your dream career. I'm here to prove to you that it's possible for you to do work you love, make a positive impact on the world, make even more money than you're making right now, and live a deeply fulfilling life. So let's dive in. Hi, my loves. Today I want to talk to you about the power of doing life a little bit backwards, doing things in a not so conventional way, as I have done many times in my life, probably the biggest one being quitting my job to go all in on a business that I had not started yet. And many people might say I should have started my business first, but there are a few reasons why. I don't actually think that would have worked for me, or it wouldn't have been as effective as doing it the way that I did, which was completely fucking backwards, admittedly, but there's a reason why this works and why it's worked so well for me so many different times in my life, in so many different areas of my life. But I want to start by talking about how I quit my job, okay? Because the way I did it didn't make any fucking sense. At the time, I was planning on quitting my job for months, and so I was studying to get my personal training certification. For those of you who know, I started my business as a fitness coach, right? So my certification exam for that was scheduled in December. I think it was like December 13th or something, 2018, okay? On a random Sunday, it wasn't random, it was the Sunday after Thanksgiving that year was when I was sitting on my couch in my apartment and I made the decision that I was going to walk into work in the morning and quit. I was only a few weeks away from my certification exam. So logically, you know, I could have waited until I knew for sure that I was going to be certified to even do the thing that I wanted to do after I quit my job. Because if I hadn't passed that exam, I wouldn't have been able to start coaching people, right? (laughs) Which was the only plan I had to make money after quitting my job. But I just had this moment of knowing that If I waited, like I knew that quitting my job was right for me. I knew it was what I needed to do. I had no doubt in my mind I was going to pass that exam. And I just felt like I was holding myself back from going all in on the thing that I really wanted to be doing and was meant to be doing. And the only reason why I even was planning to wait any longer was just because I was fucking scared. I was scared (laughs) to make this big change. I was scared that I didn't have enough money saved up, even though I had a whole year's worth of expenses saved, right? And it I just realized that I kept giving myself excuses as to why I can't quit my job right now when in all actuality I could. And so I did. But even within that decision, I had to put myself on the hook. I had to basically like dissociate and just do the thing before I could talk myself out of it. We spend so much time making excuses and talking ourselves out of doing the thing that we know is the right next step for us, right? So I literally went in that Monday morning. And before I could even like think, before I could talk myself out of it, before I could do anything, I sent an email to my manager asking if I could talk with her that day. And I hit send. And then I like let 
the emotion of what I was about to do hit me. But like, I knew that I had to send that email. I knew that I had to put something out there that was going to get these wheels in motion before I talked myself out of it, right? I had to create some sort of accountability. I had to put myself on the hook or I was never going to quit my job. I was never going to do this thing that felt so scary and impossible. And that's how I did it. Like, I literally felt like I was just dissociating and my body was just going through those motions of sending that email and talking to my manager and putting in my two weeks. But I knew it was the right step for me. I knew that it was what I needed to do, right? And I've shared this example before too of buying this house that we currently live in that I could not afford at all. But I knew that this was our house. Like this was our house. I knew from when we looked at it that I wanted to live here. And logically on paper, it didn't make any sense that I was going to be able to. But instead of running away from that, instead of seeing that as a reason why I can't do what I wanted to do, I decided that moving into this house was going to force me to make more money in my business because I fucking had to. This has worked for me every single time (laughs) when it comes to money. And I will say it's not the least stressful way to go about life, but it is. it has been a very effective way to go about life for me, particularly when it comes to money, right? Investing in the thing that I can't afford and trusting that the money is going to come in to cover it. I've done that plenty of times. (laughs) I've put coaching investments on a credit card that I didn't have the money in my bank account to pay off and the money always came in for me to make those payments, right? Every single time I bought a house I can't afford and all of a sudden I was making more money in my business. Like I can't really explain to you how it works. I have actually explained this in a different episode where I talked about like my energetic minimum around money. I don't remember what it was called, but you can go back and listen to that one. I'm not going to dive into all these examples again, but so many times in my life I have invested in things. I have bought things. I have done things that on paper made no logical sense for me to do financially, but it always worked out. It always elevated me to my next level to do it a little bit fucking backwards. Again, probably doesn't work for everyone, but for me, and I'm not saying I always do that. I'm not saying that every time I want to buy something that's expensive or make an investment, I do it when I don't actually have the money to do it. But it's like, it's something that has worked really well for me whenever I'm in a situation where I know there's something I want to do. I know there's something that is the right next step for me, but there are all these reasons and excuses holding me back from doing it. And I just kind of do it anyway and let all of those reasons figure themselves out is kind of my point. So... Another thing, another way that this is coming up for me currently in my business is I have been really struggling with delegating and I want to build out my marketing agency. I have, you know, a team already and I want to grow that team and I want to be able to give more of my client workload to my team because I am getting really overwhelmed with how much I have on my plate, right? But I'm much better at it now. But when I first had more work than I could handle myself. The idea of delegating some of it to somebody else was terrifying to me. Like, and I think it's terrifying to everyone who gets to this point in their business, especially as someone who never, I never like set out to create a marketing agency, right? I never imagined that I would have a business where I would have a team working with me. And I'm so glad I do now. Like I fucking love my team, but (laughs) it It is really scary when you reach that point and you have to trust somebody else to 
do things the way that you have always done them and trust that your clients are going to be happy working with someone who isn't you, right? And so I have been struggling for a while. I've gotten much better at it, but there's still like this hesitation, this resistance that I have to delegating work in my business. And so one thing that I actually was working with a coach about this, one of my clients who is a leadership coach was helping me out with it. And one of the things she said was, well, maybe you should like pause on taking on any more client work until you have the right like training procedures and things going on on the back end to for you to feel comfortable delegating that work to your team. And what I decided to do was essentially the opposite of that (laughs) and take on more client work that I knew I didn't have the capacity for. Why? Because I knew that that would force me to delegate that work. It would force me to do the thing that I've been so scared to do. It would force me to figure it the fuck out. And that's kind of where I'm at now. Like I still have new clients that are coming to me and potential projects that are coming across my desk. And instead of saying, oh, I don't have the capacity for that right now, I am saying yes to everything because it's going to force me to delegate work to my team because I simply cannot take on any more clients on my own. Like I just can't, right? So is that the smartest way for me to run my business? Maybe not. Is it a very stressful way to run my business? Yes. (laughs) But Is it also incredibly fucking efficient? Also, yes. I feel like it is the fastest way for me to just get over this hurdle that I've been struggling with because I could spend 10,000 years working with a coach trying to get certain training practices in place and working on how I delegate things, how I communicate to my team, how I provide feedback. I could do that all day long and still not feel like I'm ready to delegate because it's one of those things that like is going to be scary no matter how prepared you are to do it. And therefore, what I have found to be the most efficient way to get over that resistance is to just do it despite the fact that I'm not fucking ready to do it and I don't really know what I'm doing, but I know I'm going to figure it out. And maybe that's the key to running your life backwards. (laughs) is you have to trust that you are going to figure it out, right? And I don't know why I've always had that just certainty that I'm going to figure it out. Like, I have got my own back. I'm not going to let my business fall apart. The universe has my back. Like, it's all going to work out. And therefore, it's okay to do things in a way that might be a little bit risky, to do things in a way that might not seem completely logical, you know? So whenever I find myself stuck in a place of like, knowing that next step, knowing what it is I need to do to get to where I want to be. I know that the way to get to the business and the life that I've been dreaming of for so long is to build out my team and to delegate more work to them. I know that's what I need to do. So whenever I'm stuck in a place of knowing what I need to do, but being terrified of it or feeling like I don't know how I'm going to get there or I'm just making excuses and procrastinating, I find it can be incredibly efficient to just put yourself in a position where your only option is to figure it out, to remove whatever it is that is giving you an out, right? Because I could have just stayed with my current workload that I have But if I did that, then I would have, I wouldn't have been uncomfortable enough to grow, right? Like 
By doing things backwards, taking on more work than I can handle, it's forcing me to get so uncomfortable that my only option is to make a change. My only option is to do things differently. But if I wait until this like non-existent day in the future where I feel comfortable enough to delegate things to my team, then I'm just going to keep making excuses. I'm just going to keep saying, well, it's not so bad. I don't really mind the workload that I currently have, so I don't really need to delegate it. But if I take on three more clients, there's no way in hell I can do that all myself. My only option is to delegate work to my team. My only option (laughs) is to figure these backend systems the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes putting yourself on the hook and removing your out and removing your excuses and removing whatever it is that's keeping you comfortable being stuck is just the fastest way to get to where you want to be. Is it stressful as shit? Yes, but it also works. (laughs) It also works as long as you have that foundational belief that you're going to figure it out. And as long as you know it's the right next step for you, right? And so because I was so confident about those two things when I quit my job, so confident about those two things when we bought this house, I was so confident about those two things now as I'm growing my business, I feel like the most efficient way for me to get to where I want to be is to do things backwards in the order that doesn't make any sense at all. But (laughs) it has worked wonders for me in my life. So what is that thing that you're currently procrastinating on? What is that thing that you know you need to do it, but you're scared to do it? What is that thing that you keep telling yourself you want to do or you need to do, but you haven't quite reached a point where you're uncomfortable enough to take that leap and to make that change? In what area of your life do you maybe need to jump now and find the net later? What is it that you keep telling yourself, oh, I'll do that when I'm ready. Oh, I'll do that someday when X, Y, Z. And how can you force yourself to do it now? Because if you keep telling yourself you'll do it when you're ready, you'll do it when the stars align, you'll do it when whatever, it's never going to happen, babe, because there's always going to be another reason. There's always going to be another excuse. Your comfort zone is always going to win, even though sometimes our comfort zone isn't comfortable at all. (laughs) Our comfort zone sucks. Our comfort zone is being stuck in a job we hate. Our comfort zone is being burned out. Our comfort zone is being completely overwhelmed by our business, but it's what we know. And until we make that comfort zone uncomfortable enough for us to take action, we're going to stay stuck there forever. And this is just one highly effective way to get yourself to take action. Put yourself on the hook. Remove the obstacles that are in your way. Do the thing that feels scary and maybe let your life get a little bit chaotic for a hot minute so that you can take that leap into your next level. I hope this message found whoever needed to hear it today. I love you. I appreciate you. I am here for you always. And I will talk to you in the next episode. All right, my loves. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're looking for more content to help you leave your nine to five, make money online and create a life of freedom doing work you love, come hang out with me on social media. You can find me at Lindsay M. Hansen on Instagram and on TikTok. Also, come join the Quit Your Job Says Facebook group so you can connect with me and your fellow listeners and get an amazing community to support you on your journey. If you love this episode, please be sure to share it on social media, share it with your friends or your coworkers, and go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts so we can get the show out to all my corporate babes and entrepreneurs who need to hear it. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening and being on this journey with me. I love you. I appreciate you. I am here for you always. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.